Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day. Good day. We want to welcome you in to the Circle Unbroken radio show slash podcast. We are happy that you have found us. We're happy if we have found you. One of the things that we talk about a lot is the concept of people in their normal everyday rhythm. We will be able to have different listeners that will hear us. We've said this before, while they're mowing their grass, they say, we like listening to Circle and Broken in our surround sound headphones. We've got people that will say, hey, I've listened to you on the way to church. I had a fellow recently, this is a great story if you haven't heard this before, a guy was on his way to church and he was flipping through the stations and he didn't realize that they replayed our Circle and Broken show on Sunday mornings. And he said, I started listening to you. And he said, you were kind of preaching. And I said, well, thanks, I guess. And he said, I pulled into the parking lot and I, we had taken separate cars that day. And my wife asked me, he said, she said, where are you? Life 360 says that you're in the parking lot. And he said, yeah, I'm in the parking lot, but I'm listening to church. And so it was neat to hear somebody say, hey, we we took our religious feeding from you. Also on Circle and Broken, one of the things that we like to do is we like to talk to small businesses, the voice of the small business and say, hey, you can tell people that your team matters. You can tell people that you are a part of something bigger than just clocking in and clocking out. And so we like to help in that space. And then finally, the community piece. When we talk on Circle and Broken about what it means to be a part of your community, community leaders, you really want to focus on the word leader because there's a lot of people in the community that have different spots. They have different jobs or roles, or maybe they babysit a chair all day long, but you really want to be a leader in your circle and in your community. And it is no surprise it is not lost on our audience that we have been on circle and broken unintentionally very male heavy the reason that we've been very male heavy is as a host and as a dude i tend to surround myself with guys i like to talk about men's health i like to talk about different religious leanings and a lot of times the guys that i know are guys serving in churches if it has to do with community a lot of the community leaders that you're going to find me if you find me at lunch on any given day i'm going to be with a male talking about different things. For me, uh, I have a female that I'm nuts about going to lunch with, and she's usually busy uh, with our kids or, or something else. And so it's been a really neat thing for me to hear about our female listeners, to hear about those people that say, you know, there's a whole other segment, there's a whole other group of people that like Front Porch Radio. And so we're excited today. We've had females on the show before, but we're excited to have one today that brings a very like-minded approach to what we share, but also a very unique perspective today on somebody, spoiler alert, who has moved across the country uh, to be here that shares common values with us and brings a female presence to today's episode and show. So without further ado, that long introduction was to welcome in our special guest today, Donna Parker. Welcome, ma'am. 
Oh, thank you so much for having me a part of the show. I'm so grateful and super honored um, just to share my story and to connect with your listeners today. So thank you. Yes, ma'am. We're glad that you accepted. And we're also glad that our station owners, the Kennedys, Mary Susan, she's nuts about you. And she told me one day, she said, you've got to meet her. And so I said, okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And so we went, we had a meeting, talked. It was great. And then I told my wife and mother-in-law and our little family business, I said, y'all have got to meet her. And so as I told them that, this is one thing that was really funny. I said, y'all just trust me on this one. This is somebody that, that we met, that, that you'll love, that, that you'll, like I said earlier, that you'll be like-minded with. But also, Donna, you fall right in with the things that we try to talk about on the circle and broken with our audience. And so today we're going to get into all the topics about what you've done, what's led you here about your passion when it comes to your family and your business. But it's fun for me when I meet somebody who was not born here, who has not been here for a long time, because I think, and let me tell our audience this, when I say here, we're front porch radio out of Columbia, here on the WKOM side. Now, I know in the podcast world, we reach anywhere. And so friends or family that you share this with or that know about this from all over can like it. And then they can say, man, they're country, you know, (laughs) the way they talk or speak. But in our broadcast, our terrestrial audience, Mm -hmm. the way that that works, it's, it's middle Tennessee, you know, Southern middle Tennessee. And so when I meet somebody that's not from here, a lot of times it's, Hey, let's talk about culture. Let's talk about what this means. And so what I'd like to start with today is to talk about your journey from, I'm right, Oregon? Yes, sir. Okay, from Oregon here to Middle Tennessee. Tell, tell me about that, the Oregon Trail. Tell, tell me about that, <laughs> about that path. What, what happened or what's that experience been like for you coming here to Middle Tennessee? Oh, it's been a breath of fresh air. Um, I never felt like I belonged in Oregon. Mm. So that was very interesting to move here and go, oh my gosh, now I know why. I never felt like I belonged. Um, I feel like I've always been a Southern girl at heart. And so uh, there was no culture shock for me at all coming here. Um, This felt like home. And it's interesting to say that because I grew up in Oregon and I have so many people that I love dearly there and my parents are still there, but culturally... Um, I feel like this is where I belong. So I love it. I love Mm. that it's a Bible belt. I love that everybody loves Jesus here. Uh, The weather, oh my goodness. I (laughs) was ready to release rain and gloom Mm. every day. I mean, nine months out of the year for the most part, it is raining and it is dark and a little gloomy. And that will weigh on you after a while. And uh, so I love seeing more sun here. The heat was a little bit of an adjustment because <laughs> uh, Oregon summers are absolutely incredible. That's when we do get good weather. Sure. But I'll take I'll take sweating for three months out of every other wonderful thing that I get here. And those three months are crazy. I mean, you're they are. you're right. It's the Bible <laughs> Belt. But the, the ironic part of that is that some people have described, especially our, our July and August, as the devil's throat. They, they have said, <laughs> man, it, can, it will choke you out um, with, with that feeling. But as you said, you, you'll take that with, with the general. I mean, the other day when we met at the shop down the road, and uh, I said, man, it's just kind of rainy and 
you know, I think I said gloomy or gray today. And you said, yeah, I left that behind, left that behind in Oregon. Yes. Tell me this, Donna, when you, when you came here and again, we're talking to Donna Parker and we're going to get into her business, her, her ministry and her mission a little bit later. But Donna, you said you're a Southern girl at heart and you relocated here. And when you moved here, this, this is a fun one for you. Have you ever found yourself now that you live here and you strike me as somebody who's courageous and, and bold and not in a way that doesn't have tact, but in a way where you say, Hey, if I'm, if the, if God's put it on my heart, who am I to take it off? Like, like one of those kind of things. Have you found yourself? And the answer may be no, absolutely not. And that's fine. But have you found yourself now that you're in the heart of the Bible belt, right? Like, like right here in the thick of it, have you found yourself saying things or involved in a conversation where you it was refreshing because you said wow i'm air quote allowed to say that here mm-hmm. have, have you had any situations like that yes so i wear a lot of um faith related clothing so mm-hmm. i'll wear like a cross hat or like a fun shirt that will say not today satan right and in oregon i'd get like some uh uncomfortable <laughs> looks sure. or they'd be like what on earth is she wearing and I'll never forget when I went to Costco for the first time, I was wearing my Not Today Satan shirt, and I had several people stop me, and I was like, oh my gosh, they like my stuff here. This is so cool. They love Jesus too. And it was very refreshing just to be um, in an environment that you could just feel the Lord's presence. Mm. Um, The first week I moved here... I was in a Target, and I was frantically trying to find school supplies for my son. And we were late starting school here as well, and I was just feeling all of the stress of that. And this lady who worked at Target was helping me get all the school supplies, and then she said, well, obviously the whole, where did you come from, always shows up. And so I explained to her, I'm a refugee from Oregon. I'm escaping the crazy there to come just to have a better life. She's like, can I pray over you? And you would have never, never have heard that in Oregon unless you were in a church. Mm. And so I about fell over. I was like, really? You're going to pray with me? That would be amazing. So I'm bawling in the middle of the supply aisle in a Target, just having this amazing woman praying over me. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. I know I'm in the right place. It was so wonderful. And I think the reason that that's so encouraging or inspirational a breath of fresh air to people that have lived here a long time is that we can take it for granted. Mm-hmm. We we can take it for granted. We, we almost put it underneath the same label as Southern the same way. And I know that my agnostic friends or other people that might not be believers might say, well, don't, don't paint that big brush here, but it, it's true. If you look down the street, if you look across, we almost put it in with sweet tea. Mm-hmm. We almost put it in with, fried chicken we almost put it in with all the things we'll get into that stuff later uh but we almost kind of put it into yeah all y'all i I even saw a t-shirt and it was like we're from the south where i love football sweet tea and jesus like like they they said it i'm like dude one of those things is much better than the other two (laughs) and so when you look at it i think it it's become a part of our culture in the sense of faith religion um it's it's the savior of mankind, but we, a lot of time we treat it like somebody that we just cheer for mm-hmm. as opposed to uh, the redeemer and, and advocate for us. And so it's, ref- it is refreshing to hear somebody say, what, you can do that here. 
Like you, you, you can pray here. Like you can do these things openly because you said in Oregon it would happen almost. Well, that would happen if you were in a church, yep. but not in Costco, right? Oh no, <laughs> never, never anywhere really outside of church unless you ran into a friend that right. you know that loves the Lord. And you're going through a hard situation and then they're like, oh, well, let's just pray right here in this Starbucks. Right. That might happen. But then I'll also tell you that you'd get looks oh, for yeah. that too. And I have had so much prayer in coffee shops. It's been incredible. But there's this little piece of me that's like, oh my gosh, are other people going to think that this is weird? And that's because of where I came from, where it was not very common to openly talk about your faith. Right. Well, let's use this to segue into your also very passionate, your, your life mission as, as a Christian woman is raising a Christian man. Yes, right, tell us a little bit about your son. Um, well, I am a full-time single mama, and I have a nine-year-old boy, um, and we have had a wild, wild journey um, I've been with him full time since he was one. Mm. So it's just been the two of us doing life together. And it's very, very important to me that that boy knows and loves the Lord because life is not easy. And we've had a very hard trial. And if I did not have my faith walk, and ironically, in my hard trial of becoming a single mom was when I found the Lord. Um, but without him, I don't know where I'd be. And I get to instill in him this amazing father in heaven who loves him. Um, his earthly father really struggled and then he passed away. And so his father in heaven loves him and is mm. always with him. And I think that's so important for him to know and to understand that. So when life does kick you down, when it does, mm. that um, he has Jesus to turn to. And it's so important that he knows what it means to be a godly man. Um, our world right now is so against boys and men being men and not in my house. That right. is not going to happen. This boy is going to know what it means to be a man who is kind, loving, gentle, strong, um, and willing to be a servant to others, too. I want to say that here uh, as a part of this show and a part of our DNA I, want, I always believe in giving somebody props. And, and if you see something, I think if you think something, you shouldn't, we don't know if we're going to have tomorrow. So you shouldn't wait until tomorrow to say it. So we've got these hot mics right here. And I want to say this to you. I guess I could say in front of our audience, but I want, I want to tell you props to you for believing that and also doing that with your son, because there are so many young men that I've worked with through ministry, through mentoring that their view of a heavenly father is skewed because, uh, not to be disparaging about his earthly father, but, but because they didn't get the chance to grow and know their earthly father in the way that a lot of us, again, take for granted. Mm -hmm. And so their conception is different. And so for you to say, hey, I, I want to tell you about how you God is the good father. And God, God is the one who took the time to create the earth, but also breathe life into you. And so as a woman to acknowledge that and to say, not in my house, like we're going to know those things. And I know that that's not easy, but I want to tell you as, as a dad and a husband on this side, thank you for doing that with your son. And thank I mean you. that, I thank mean that for, for sure. That. Tell me, tell me this. Okay. He's nine. 
Yes. Okay, we've got a few minutes before we go to our first break. Uh, you've got a nine-year-old. You've you've moved here. We've talked about that journey, moving here and culture, and saying, "Oh, this is where I should be." You know, this is this is my land, my people here, where I can talk about Jesus and do all these things. But you also, and we're going to get into this a lot in our in our next segments here. But you also have a business and a mission. I like to call it, and it's called Blondie's. Baked goods, right? Yes, sir. Okay. You got I it. wanted to make sure I got, I knew I got the blondies part right, yeah. but I wanted to say the back end of it right. And just give us what I want to call right now the elevator pitch, the version of that. Give us a quick version. We've got just a few minutes before break. Tell me where your passion for that came from. Uh, so I have been gluten free for 15 years. Okay. And that came from, um, being told I was supposed to have a hysterectomy in my early 20s and that I would never be able to have children. I thought that was crazy. And so I opted to not go through surgery and um, started diving into food and what it does to our bodies. And that gluten was making me really sick. So eliminated gluten and realized all these different symptoms and illnesses I was having started to slowly go away. Then I decided to go to school to be a holistic health coach and really understand what is going on um, with the body. And then when my son was three, he developed a, um, well, he started getting really sick. And I knew with my education that maybe it was food related ends up that he had a gluten sensitivity as well. And so I've just had this heart and passion for um, baking and co- um, cooking more anti-inflammatory. So just eliminating foods that don't always serve the body well and um, finding options that are just whole food based. I mean, I really like to say just the way the Lord created it. We're sure. just going back to the basics. And so just clean, nutritious food. And so that was really just kind of the back end of my why. Um, and then we can dive into the other pieces too. I'm excited to dive into that because let, let me tell you, I want, I want to speak to our audience here. It's Blondie's Baked Goods. This is Donna Parker. You can find her on Instagram. Keep it rolling. Instagram. Yep. Facebook. Facebook. And then I have a website. So they're all under Blondie's Baked Goods, and that's with a Y, not an I-E. Got it. Listen to that, folks. Blondie's with a Y, not an I-E. And you will see there, you will see the whole process. You will see the passion. You'll see a lot of creativity there. Uh, I think a lot of times when we think about gluten-free, when we think about dairy-free, a lot of people, especially in the South, they, they can quickly say, well, that, that's boring to me. This is the opposite of that. This is not boring. Um, it's tasty. I've sampled them. It's intentional. And it's also something that has a great spiritual, I don't even want to say the word tie, but, but a spiritual drive to it because there is this idea of this is how your body is in tune. This is what happens. We're going to get into a little bit later the idea of what came out of you being a health coach, where you are now in this, coaching people in a whole new way as far as education. But also, here's what I want you to know, folks, a great product. We're happy to have Donna Parker here with us today on Circle Unbroken. Stay with us. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and carry registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. 
Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. This is Debbie Matthews with the National Realty Group, and if you've been paying attention, you know the housing market has been tough, but rates are beginning to thaw. So if you're thinking about selling, the time to jump in is getting better every day. But if you're thinking about buying and those interest rates are still a little bit too high, a good agent knows how to negotiate interest rate buy-downs, and I'm a good agent. So call me, Debbie Matthews with National Realty Group, 615-476-3224. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Have you ever wondered if your insurance needs can be personalized? This is Hunter Carey. Our team specializes in planning your insurance needs to get you the best possible solution. State Farm is the largest home and auto insurer in the country. I love bringing that to my hometown. Born and raised in Columbia, I'm grateful for our close community ties. We offer help with home, auto, and life insurance for everyone in our community. Our office is located at 909 South Garden Street, across from the fire station. We're also online at huntercary.com. That's huntercary.com. Welcome back to Circle Unbroken. I'm your host, Taft Ayers, and I want to peel back the layer a little bit and go behind the curtain for a second and welcome in Delt Kennedy. Delt, thanks for running things today for us. Oh, Taft, I'm glad to be here, and I'm enjoying your your conversation uh, uh, thoroughly. Good, good. And we hope you are, too, out there in Radio Land podcast world. If, if you're just now joining us, we want to catch you up. We want to welcome in Donna Parker, who owns Blondie's Baked Goods. Welcome in, Donna. Hi, thank you. So happy to be here. You, you are a great guest because I can tell any direction we want to go. You've prayed beforehand. Yes, sir. And you have said, Where, wherever we want to go. Wherever God wants to take us, we'll go there today. And and we hope that those that are listening right now, again, we know we, we can timestamp this and say, it airs at 4 p.m. today. Or we can say, you can find us anywhere you find your podcast. And so when people land on us or we land on you, that sounds kind of violent, but, but whatever <laughs> happens, we want you to know that it's our belief that our audience, it's, it's a prayer for you that you're growing where you're planted. Yes. No, and not a cliche like people people you might be in a cubicle you might be in a car you might be in your yard you might be praying and flipping like hey god i don't know what song's going to come on next and you might not even be meaning to land on a talk format and so whatever it is however it is you're here and we're thankful and that's what we want to say to donna today we're thankful that you're here we're thankful that not only here as in front porch radio and kennedy broadcasting but that you decided to prayerfully make a move here, that you have decided in your life to take a leap and to release a long career, we're going to talk about that, mm-hmm. to focus on something that you're very passionate about with Blondie's Baked Goods, gluten-free, dairy-free, uh, using the word 
healthy, using the word natural in the way where we say, hey, God made us and I don't want to disrupt that. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us, we go sit down, place our orders and the whole meal is disruptive. The whole meal is pun totally intended, folks, inflammatory. Like like we're <laughs> like with what you're going to do, it's something not natural yes. going into your body. And so here's what I want to do, Donna. I want to jump into that, but I think for everybody to get the why and to understand the DNA of that, tell us if you can about your faith journey. Because I believe what you're doing now, even though you hear the name Blondie's Baked Goods, it, to, to me from a marketing hat, it sounds like really good food, rich food. You know, when I hear Blondie's baked goods, that just sounds like something good and fun to me to eat. So kudos to you on the marketing hat of that. But there's so much to Donna Parker, the person, daughter of the king, who's moved here. Walk us through that faith journey, and then we'll tie it all in together. Sounds good. Um well, I'd love to just dive in briefly on how I started mm -hmm. this bakery of mine because it was not on my heart to have a bakery. Sure. Um, with the health journey I had explained earlier, I had fallen in love with um, baking and cooking for people who had allergies in their families. Um, but I also have been an esthetician for 15 years in the beauty industry. I'm a multi-passionate person, so I definitely <laughs> have usually have my hands in multiple jobs. But I was uh, working out of a hair salon doing skincare, and next door was a coffee shop. And if you know me, coffee is my love language. It is the, the way to my heart. Every day is a good cup of coffee. <laughs> so I'm in this coffee shop chatting with the owner, telling her, okay, I'm going to be here every day, and I love your coffee, but y'all don't have anything that I can eat here. Uh, I have a gluten allergy, and I really try to eat clean nutritious food too, but I do want to have a good baked good. And the gluten-free item you have here is terrible. And it's the traditional dry, grainy, super sweet, uh, you know, gives gluten-free a bad name. And she's like, I know, but it's the only thing that's available. I was like, well, somebody around here has got to change it. I can't believe there's no other bakery in this area. We're in the Portland metro area. We're right. foodies here. She's like, nobody's making anything like that. And then she put it on me and she's like, well, what would you do? I was like, oh, geez. Um, said, well, I just bake these paleo. And so if you're not familiar with paleo, paleo is no dairy, grains, sugar. So no refined sugar, gluten or dairy. And I said, well, I bake these little paleo chocolate chip cookies for my son out of my little toaster oven. <laughs> and she was like, well, bring them in. And I thought she had lost her mind. I was like, <laughs> nobody would ever pay for anything that I make. And so I brought them in and her entire team fell in love with them. And she said, we'll find a commercial kitchen and I'll buy these from you. And I was like, what on earth is happening here? So I prayed about it. I was like, Lord, I don't know what you just did, but if you want me to do this journey, then find me a commercial kitchen found a commercial kitchen. And I was just so prayerful. If you want me to keep going with this, then open this door. If you want me to keep going, then do this. Within a year, I was in a grocery chain across Oregon. So I was in 10 grocery stores and about 25 different coffee shops in the Portland metro area. And it really had grown bigger than I had thought while I was still an esthetician on the side too. So I was wearing these two hats and um, but realized 
that there was really something here that people were really craving food that was nutritionally dense, but still tastes like your favorite chocolate chip cookie growing up. And that was really my heart. And it just opened up something inside of me that was like, oh my gosh, other people are wanting this, the same thing that I'm wanting and I have to fill this gap. And so that's where that started. Then we walk through all the craziness of COVID and I realized Oregon had quickly become a place that um, I couldn't be in any longer. Mm. Um, it went against everything that I had valued and what I had seen my life like. And on paper, it wouldn't make sense for me to ever move. I have this business that's growing and I have another skincare business. I'm connected in the community and church. We have great friends. My family's there. But I knew it was time for me to go. So I was prayerful, said, Lord, you got to take me away from here, but bring me somewhere that knows and loves you. And I was very prayerful about that. We, I was looking at Idaho and Texas. I had family there. It made the most sense. And one of the days that I was working, one of my clients sat down and just said, I just want to hear like, what makes your heart happy? What do you enjoy in life? And I just go off on this whole thing about you say, how long do you have? <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I was like, get your heart ready. Um, and yeah, I just shared with her everything I would love in this, in my life and for my son and I, and she said, you belong in Franklin, Tennessee. She just dropped that on yeah, you. Yeah. She like straight up, you belong in Franklin, Tennessee. And I was like, um, I don't even know where Franklin, Tennessee is. She said, well, it's near Nashville. I was like, oh, I love Nashville. I love country music. Always wanted to go to Nashville. Anyways, in a four month period after that conversation, I was so prayerful um, and the Lord just opened all these wild doors for me to blindly move here. So I got rid of the two businesses and I sold most of my stuff and I found an apartment um, in Spring Hill, blindly signed a lease. I would never have done this. And I packed up and left. And I did drag my brother with us, <laughs> but I, I packed up and left and just walked away from everything that I had known. I'd never been to Tennessee I didn't know a single soul here and just packed up and left because I knew this is where the Lord was calling me to go. Wow. Wow. And so your brother comes along and says, where are we going? What are we doing? Yeah. He's Did like, you have any contacts? This place has gotten a little crazy too. <laughs> well, see in my family, I'm the dreamer. I'm the risk okay. taker. And so, but I'm also Donna's doing it again. Yes. They're like, <laughs> oh, she's like not joking. And I said, it. I said, I will go with her without you. Mm. You're welcome to be a part of this journey. But I'm going. And he was like, well, life ain't looking so hot here either. He's a single bachelor. He was like, okay, let's go. And so uh, he joined us. And on this crazy journey, we've been here for uh, two and a half years now. Oh, so so let's timestamp it now. We're recording this and we're recording it in February of 2024. And I like to ask our guests this. I just think it's fun. Ten years ago, if you could look back at yourself 10 years ago, and you don't have to tell us what age that was, okay? But you go back just a decade. And if you go back a decade, what, where you are now in, in the middle of a journey and deliverance, when God takes us someplace, we can look back sometime and say, why would I look back? I'm not going that way. But if you could talk to yourself 10 years ago, and you're at this part of your journey now, do you even know what you would say to yourself back then? No, actually, that makes me want to cry mm -hmm. um, because the last 10 years have been very hard for me. Sure. But that's also my faith walk, too. Right. Um, I don't 
I think I would be shocked (laughs) and blown away in so many ways as to what my life would be like, you know, 10 years ago to think of what it is now. But um, I wouldn't change it. I walked through a very painful divorce um, and then with and then he passed away and then i learned what it was like to be doing life with jesus in the trenches um, right. we lost our home i'm just figuring out what it means to be a mom to a baby trying to start this business and then i'm moving so the lord has just carried me through having so much faith into trusting him and 10 years ago i didn't know jesus mm. and mm. so i think if i hadn't walked through some of the things that i had walked through all these years, all this past 10 years, I wouldn't know the Lord the way that I do. And I wouldn't have the level of faith that I do Mm. now. Um, I think I would have been excited to hear that I was living in Tennessee because I've always wanted to come to Nashville and and I've always felt drawn to the South. Uh, But yeah, I think I would have been very shocked (laughs) what my journey was. Especially with it being, as you mentioned, a journey where your encounter with Jesus, you know, has happened Mm -hmm. in your adult stages of life, I hear, okay, 10 years ago, you're going to tell yourself, hey, buckle up, buckle up. The ride's going to take us to Tennessee. And then with your relationship with the Lord, and, and you have no idea. You cannot even imagine who's driving. I mean, yeah. to, to be able to say that to yourself is, is big, and to be able to speak that to your son, to be able to speak that as a part of your business. We're, we're bumping up next to a break here. And as we do this, we're going to really jump into Blondie's Baked Goods. I want to say that over and over again for brand recognition for mm-hmm. people because I believe that matters. We have a megaphone and we need to use it. But also, I want you to start thinking, Donna, about if you have encountered anybody here in the Middle Tennessee area, because that's what we really want to speak to, where people have had misconceptions. If Because if we thought there were misconceptions about the church— we would say, hey, let me tell you about my Jesus. Mm-hmm. If there were misconceptions about your son, you would say, let me tell you about my boy. So when it comes to your product, when it comes to what you make, the, the labor of your hand and your heart with how you make it, there might be some misconceptions out there about gluten-free, about dairy-free. And a part of your journey has been your life as a mother, now as a believer, as a health coach going down that path. And so when we come back, what I want you to do is I want you to educate us a little bit. My grandfather told me at a young age, he said, son, you're going to go to school. You're going to get all this learning. He was from a farm in McNary County. But I remember him telling me this. He said, you're going to go to school with all those academics. That's how he would say it. And I said, yeah, Paul, Paul, there are going to be a lot of people there that are academics from academia. And he goes, they're a bunch of know-it-alls. And I said, Paul, Paul, don't, don't call them that. He goes, remember this boy. He said, there's nothing wrong with being a know-it-all, but you better teach somebody something. Mm-hmm. So that was his farm wisdom. Hey, you're going to get this wealth, you know, all this knowledge from studying, from learning, from coaching. And he said, but it's a shame if you have all this and you don't do anything with it. So, folks, we use the phrase buckle up. I want you to buckle up. We've got Donna Parker from Blondie's Baked Goods. And when she comes back, we're going to talk about the gluten-free life dairy-free life, the good food that's good for your body, also tastes great, and we're going to blow apart some myths that people in the South might have. Stick with us. We'll be back on Circle Unbroken. This is 
Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. 
The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Have you ever wondered if your insurance needs can be personalized? This is Hunter Carey. Our team specializes in planning your insurance needs to get you the best possible solution. State Farm is the largest home and auto insurer in the country. I love bringing that to my hometown. Born and raised in Columbia, I'm grateful for our close community ties. We offer help with home, auto, and life insurance for everyone in our community. Our office is located at 909 South Garden Street across from the fire station. We're also online at huntercarey.com. That's huntercary.com. Back on Circle Unbroken, hoping that you're having a great day. I'm your host, Taft Ayers. I'm joined in with our special guest, Donna Parker. Welcome back. Thank you. So excited to be here. Loving this interview. Uh, you're doing great. You're doing great as far as our audience goes. I know you're a pro. I, I know that you know how to talk. And also, I love it when a guest tells me, hey, I prayed about this. And uh, I'm excited to be here. I'm intentional. And I'm just going to see where the Lord takes us. And so that, that's been a special journey for us today. And speaking into intentionality, at the end of our show here in the final segment, what I like to do is I like to take the daily work of our guest. I like to say, hey, this is what your hands have found to do. This is what you're going to do for the Lord and how you're going to do it. And so if you're just now joining us, if you're on a podcast and you're finding this, I want you to hit the rewind button. Uh, if you're listening to us on the radio, I want you to know you can go and find us. Just look up Circle Unbroken special guest Donna Parker for today's date. That's February the 20th, 2024. And it's going to be cool when people listen to this down the road and think, wow, that was back in 24. A lot of people couldn't wait for 24 especially during 2020. Mm -hmm. And so this is a special year and a special time for a lot of people. But Donna, one of the things that I want to do is I want to bring an educational piece. Now, a lot of people can hear that and they can be bored with that. Now for the educational portion of our program, they'll be like, (laughs) oh, my kids would stop listening right now if they heard me say that. But here's what I mean, folks. I want to talk right now. One of Donna's great passions and great works that she does is Blondie's Baked Goods. You can find those on Facebook. Again, that's Blondie with a Y. You can find it on Facebook, Instagram. She has a website, TikTok. You mess no. around with that. I didn't think I don't you need did. another rabbit hole to go down. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That <laughs> algorithm will get you. <laughs> yes. uh, but you you can find her in all of these places. And one of the things that we want to do 
is you've got this lady, the sister in Christ, who is from, she's moved from Portland, Oregon, catching you up. Is it Portland? Were you in Portland? Well, the Portland Metro. Okay, okay, that area, okay, <laughs> and moves here to southern middle Tennessee, and here she is, and she's come here. She she loves Jesus. She's excited about being here with her brother and, and with her son, but also has this leap, this leap in the sense of her vocation and her ministry are hand in hand mm-hmm. with what she does with these baked goods, but I want to blow apart some myths because there are people that hear gluten-free, dairy-free, and in our culture, they might get a little bit bored. Mm-hmm. Or they might think, well, that's not going to taste good, or, or that's going to be bland, or, or whatever whatever misconception they might have. I'd like to step into this because you you went down a journey as a health coach, yep. and you looked at the body, the way God designed the body, but also just the way our body reacts, and you said, okay, there's a better way to do this, but it doesn't have to mean bad food. Let's jump into that, Donna. Yes. I. Um, well, first off, gluten and dairy-free normally gets a bad rap of, okay, mm-hmm. well, especially if I say there's no gluten, dairy, soy, or refined sugars in my baked goods, the instant reaction is it's going to taste like cardboard. <laughs> and there are, I will say, there are some brands that have unfortunately... Uh, given gluten-free a bad name right. because it does taste like cardboard. Uh, <laughs> however, <laughs> I am a foodie and I love food and I haven't always eaten this way. I'm used to having, as a kid, I had all of your, you know, even traditional Southern foods. And so when I walked through having this gluten allergy and then learning about dairy being inflammatory to the body and then what sugar, I mean, I could go on a soapbox of just what Uh, processed sugar will do to our bodies and our brains and the inflammation that it causes. Mm -hmm. I knew with the education that I had, there was no way that I could create something that had those items in it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm okay with some butter, but there's (laughs) just, I wanted to fit the, um, anybody who had any kind of allergy and your main allergies are going to be gluten and dairy. And there is a wonderful way to make them taste delicious uh, that still replicates the nostalgic of your favorite uh, chocolate chip cookie or maybe a blueberry muffin. It just takes a little more work behind it and a little more um, practicing and trial and error. But I feel like I've nailed it with having more of that moist, um, delicious, nostalgic flavor of a chocolate chip cookie, for instance. Um, And you do that with coconut oil instead of butter. That was my next question. Yeah. So you just kind of, I just took like a traditional recipe and I deconstruct it. So I do, I use almond flour instead of your traditional wheat flour. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what allows it to have more of a moist texture instead of dry and grainy, and then coconut oil instead of butter. And then the sugars that I use are all natural sugars. So they're either going to be raw honey, maple syrup, or coconut sugar, just depending on what I'm making. So like my brownies will have coconut sugar and my cookies have maple syrup in them. And you would be so surprised how I use very minimal ingredients those are really the main ingredients in my baked goods and they taste really good, but I am so incredibly intentional about what I source. Um, and if it does not fit those parameters of no processed 
chemicals, ingredients in them, no soy. Um, If it won't match that, I won't use it. Mm. Or I will spend more money and not upcharge on my baked goods to make sure that I always have um, nutritionally dense, clean food. So there is that passion to to make it good, but also when you look at it from a production standpoint, you're not going to cut a corner. Blondie's Baked Goods, you're going to let people know, hey, this is a way that I can deconstruct a, a recipe to make it still taste good. But I, if, if I have to eat it, if I have to on a certain cost point or do something, I want this food to have integrity. Yes. It's not just about saying, oh, it's healthy, but I did X, Y, or Z. You know, kind of like when we talk about gasoline and somebody puts the water in it or or doing these other things just for the price points. For you, it's, I believe that food is, you said you're a foodie, so mm-hmm. it's supposed to taste good, but ultimately it's fuel for the body that God created and, yes. and for what he gave us on there. What is your long-term vision for your company, for Blondie's Baked Goods? Because right now I think about the friends and associates that I know that are spread out, that are listening to this, that want an option. And so for our family, for instance, you came to Deep Roots here in Columbia, you know, shameless plug, and we're now carrying your products there. Um, Yes, I want other places to know about you, and I want them to be able to say, this is a a good woman, a a faithful sister in Christ who is really stepping into this. What is your plan or, or vision for where you want to take or where you want God to take Blondie's? Tell us about that. Uh, I love dream. You said you're a dreamer. I am. Um, you know, I just, I'm very prayerful for the Lord to just keep guiding me on the direction that he wants me to go. Um, I'd love to kind of go more of a path of having some more education behind it. I think the education piece is so huge of why I do what I do and how you can recreate this in your own home. Uh, so I did create a line of baking mixes that way, because a lot of people will say, gosh, it's just so overwhelming to bake this way. And I have to have so many specialty ingredients. So I said, well, I thought, okay, how about I just solve that problem for you? And I'll create baking mixes that you would only then need like an egg, or you could do a flax egg if you can't have eggs, um, and coconut oil and some vanilla. And then you can recreate a chocolate chip cookie at home or a brownie at home. Um, so I love that piece where then I can actually reach more people because then I can get products out of Tennessee too. And then for my local people, I mean, I just would love the idea of having probably a space where I could have people come in and just Uh, feel like they can break bread together and not have to worry about, oh, I'm coming to have coffee and now I can't eat this scone or I can't have this treat. And my kid who has an allergy can't have this treat. I would just love to create a space where anybody with a food allergy could come in and enjoy a good cup of coffee because, you know, coffee has to be involved. Sure. And okay, and maybe some tea for y'all who love tea, but um, they could have a baked good and just um, feel like they get to have some joy in their world and they don't feel like they're missing out. Um, and then I, yeah, just the educational piece with maybe some digital pieces that really are educating people on um, how to do this at home so that it doesn't feel so daunting and overwhelming and that you can feel like you can enjoy the simple things 
in our world. Um, and then it, I say that because when you walk through having a food allergy and it's foreign to you, um, the people that I've walked through helping them guide how to eat this way, it's paralyzing. Um, and they feel very overwhelmed and they feel like they can never enjoy food again. And the reality is, is that so many holidays and celebrations and things that we do in our lives in a culture, we are all around food. And if you feel like you can't sit at the table and break bread together, you feel isolated and left out. And I don't ever want anybody to feel that way. I noticed that too, in your social media that that I've experienced, you're, you are educational. Like there, there, there will not only be the, Hey, this is my product. This is how good it is. Or, or this is how good we're going to make this real or post look, but also it's very, Hey, here's how you can do this. Here's how you can use this mix. Here's how you can change this recipe. Here's how you can do this merge mm-hmm. to where you are in your life now to where it's not an idea of giving everything up. It's, it's not an idea of, Oh, I can't eat good food anymore. It's no, 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 no. Listen, This is what you're going to do that can change the way that you feel. This can change the way that your body reacts. And you can feel better while eating good, delicious food. There's something that you said recently, and you talked about the fact that coffee is essential. You love the good coffee or tea, as you mentioned. But that somebody, especially in a gluten-free community, somebody who does eat a certain way or, or has certain restrictions, in their diet, they will go and if they like coffee, they'll get some coffee that may not be the best coffee that they've ever had or the coffee that they're the most passionate about if there is a healthy option for them mm-hmm. as far as food goes, as opposed to just going somewhere with the world's best coffee. Shout out to Buddy the Elf. Uh, <laughs> but the world's best coffee with no option. Yeah. And so that's something that you want to provide. For yes. people in different places. Yeah. And I think if you're not, if that's not in your wheelhouse and you mm-hmm. don't have a food allergy and your family doesn't have a food allergy and it doesn't affect your life, um, and hypothetically going with like owning a coffee shop, it's just sure. not on your radar. But what, what I come in to do is to fill the gap to say there are so many people in your community that do have the allergy. And I'm here to help you not have to worry about how you fill that gap in your coffee shop, but that you are provided with something that doesn't need to be in your wheelhouse. I'm going to fill the gap, but you're also going to be creating a space for those who do have an allergy to feel welcomed in your coffee shop. Not that they wouldn't feel welcomed. It's just you, you'll feel so excited to come in and go, oh my gosh, I can actually eat something here. And they care about People who have food allergies, I'm going to keep coming back to this place over and over again. So it's just, I think people want to feel seen, loved, and heard. And Mm. I don't know what it is, but it's just when you feel like that piece is taken away from you food-wise, you're like, oh, man, bummer, I can't eat anything here. And then everybody I came here with, they can eat all of these things and I can't. It brings me so much joy when I go into a place and I have gluten-free options and I can eat because then I'm like, this place is amazing. And then I tell everybody and they come in there and they get to enjoy it too. So I just think that's so important for our local restaurants and cafes to be just intentional with people who do have allergies. 
Got it. Well, we're thankful for that. We're thankful for that passion that you have. This is not just lip service. When we meet somebody who is passionate, somebody who is intentional, we want you to know as our listening audience here, we're Circle and Broken. We're wrapping up for today. It's been a great, it goes fast, doesn't it? It does. It, it's been a great session with Donna Parker from Blondie's Baked Goods. And I want you to find her. I want you to find her again. That's Blondie with a Y. And she didn't ask us to do all this. We just, we're passionate about her and we want them to know that we're thankful for her heart. And one last word. I want to give anybody that needs the encouragement to see how, what Donna has done, how she has taken a leap from her other profession and her other life on her daily work to do something like this. Reach out to her. Reach out to Donna. She will talk to you, as long as you're not a creep. She will talk to you <laughs> about different things when it comes to making a leap to say, I want to live in my passion. Because a lot of us are doing a lot of different things. There's a lot of people with their hands and a lot of different stuff. And if we could just focus on one thing, people might think we're crazy, but the Lord might think we're faithful. Donna, thank you for being faithful and thank you for your passion. Thank you for having me here. Have a great day here on Circle Unbroken.